Hi, I'm Stephanie Griffith. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm married to a fabulous musician. We have three kids, and life is crazy all the time. I believe that we all have limitless potential, and I am here to share my enthusiasm for life with you. Stick around for some quick motivation and inspiration to take on your busy life. Let's get started. Hello, good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this. Thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate everybody who listens to these episodes, and I just really want you to know that wherever you are in the world, I really appreciate you. Um, I just wanted to also give a quick little, I guess, plug, you could say, um, I do have an Instagram that is associated with this podcast, Uncovering Your Limitless Potential with Stephanie, was a little bit long for an Instagram handle, so I shortened it just using the letters. So U-Y-L-P with Stephanie, and that's Stephanie with an F. So U-Y-L-P with S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E. You can find me on Instagram there. I would love to have you there so you can comment about episodes that are airing and you can give me ideas for new things coming up, all that kind of stuff. I really want to start interacting more with people who are listening to this. Um, Recently, we had some friends that were visiting us in town and and they mentioned to my husband that they had listened to my podcast and... um, I thought that was so neat because I don't really have a a great idea of who gets to actually listen or who does listen unless they tell me. And I always, you know, I expect my friends and my family to listen more and, and even not all of them do either, which is totally fine. But if you're listening, I just want you to know that I appreciate you and I'm really glad that you're here. This week, we're going to be talking about living our life in the in between moments. So much of our lives happen. In these small moments, the seemingly insignificant moments are where our life ends up actually happening. I went to a yoga class a few years ago. It's a special kind of yoga. It's a meditative yoga called Svarupa Yoga. I'm not even sure if I am pronouncing that completely correct, but it was a really cool class. And the teacher is someone who I've just gotten to know a little bit since then, but um she kept saying to us at the beginning, because we were all laying on the floor with these big piles of blankets underneath our legs in this really relaxing position, and she kept saying to us with music playing in the background, yoga takes you to the center of the present moment, the only moment where life actually exists. And she kept repeating that over and over again, and I just was thinking about that the whole time that she was saying it. And then in between when I was listening to the music, I was like, that is something that has never fully occurred to me before, that life actually only exists in the present moment. Everything else is our memories of it or, you know, the unknown going into the future. It was an aha moment for me, for sure, where I just was like, wow, life really does only exist in this the present moment and the present moment passes by very quickly. It's really made up of a lot of small, seemingly insignificant moments and they add up to so much over time as they go together. We go between these huge, large life events that happen to us like birth, school changes, graduation, college, graduation again, marriage, travel, birth of children, etc. 
some of those things might be on your um, timeline and some of them might not be. But that's, you know, we have these big moments, these big events that happen to us in our lives. In the midst of all of that, we have some other things that are pretty significant as well, maybe not quite as as life-changing. I mean, we have birthdays, we have travel, we have holidays, we have we have births, we have deaths of family and friends. And those things do become significant events in our lives as well. But in between all of these moments, we have our everyday moments. And that's where most of our life actually happens are in those everyday, seemingly insignificant moments. That's why it's this whole personal development movement really is about maximizing those moments to use them to their fullest potential. Um, at the end of people's lives, a lot of people are wishing for more of the simple things, things that seem insignificant to us, a favorite meal, going to a movie with a friend, watching your kids play on the playground, hanging out with friends, crying with loved ones over a loss, laughing together, even just getting to walk outside. Those kinds of things become something that people look back on and they want more of. Those small moments where your life is just feeling like you're maybe moving in between two different things. That's what we will crave when we know that our time is running short. It's always more time in the small moments that people long for. For example, um, I lost my grandpa a couple of years ago, and he passed away in September of 2016, and he had a lung disease that was um, ended up just for the last, I don't know, few months of his life, ended up being quite degenerative to his health. And he got to the point, my grandpa was one of the most active people I knew. He was a runner. He, as When I was a kid, he was running half marathons. He was running 5Ks, 10Ks all over. He, my grandma still has a bunch of his old t-shirts from a bunch of the runs that he has done all over the country. Um, he's a very active, very healthy person. And there at the end, he was on oxygen because he couldn't breathe very well because of the lung disease that he was suffering from. And... It was when it got to the point where he couldn't even get up and walk outside his house, it was really difficult for him to get to that point. And I knew how much that meant to him because he loved being outside so much. And when he couldn't do that anymore, it was a hard turning point. But those things that we take for granted and the things that are so easy for us and that we just brush past, those are the things that make up so much of our lives. So right now may be a difficult season for you to spend time appreciating the small moments, and that's okay. We all move through different seasons of life. There are times and seasons for everything. Right now, I am in a season of life where it's hectic and crazy, and then I also have three children. So like my husband's life is crazy. His job is very busy and taxing. His schedule is up and down. It's He's a musician. It's a non-traditional schedule. So he works nights. He works weekends. Sometimes he's gone all day. Sometimes he has two days or three days in a row where he's working in a studio. It's just up and down and all over the place. I work a part-time job from home making phone calls and doing customer service um, type things. And then I keep our household running and I do this. And, you know, like it's just so it's always already busy. 
And then we also have three children. They are eight, six, and three. I've mentioned them before. Now may be a difficult season for you to feel like you're going to stop and appreciate all of the small moments because you're just trying to survive. You're working on keeping everybody's heads above water and making sure everyone's fed and and emotional needs are met and all of those kinds of things. But that's okay. Um, I think it's still important for us to stop and pause and appreciate the small moments. But I also know that some days you're not going to get a chance to do that. And that's okay. And I don't think you should feel guilty for that. But some of us right now may be in the good old days of our lives. It's like the final episode of The Office. (laughs) My husband loves The Office, so I've seen it many times. He watches it kind of over and over again. I also love it as well, but not as much as he does. Um, But the final episode of The Office, when Andy says, I wish there was a way for you to know you're in the good old days before you've left them. And I feel like that some of us probably right now in our lives, we are in the good old days, but we're missing it. We're not realizing that we are. Or maybe we we feel like the good old days are behind us and we don't know quite how to create that feeling in our lives now. Um, there's lots of different ways it could go. If you, if you might be in the good old days and if you are, don't miss them. Especially don't miss them because you are on your phone. Um, I know this is a thing and we all have, we, we know that it's an issue, but we all have slight addictions to technology and to our phones, and we do need to be mindful about that. And I think if you start out at least just being mindful, then you're ahead of the game. Some people just choose to believe that they're fine and that there's no problem and they don't need to worry about the amount of time that they spend on their phone, computers, tablets, whatever, any kind of technology. I'm sure you all have noticed there are many, many times where we're all out in public and you look around and every single person around you is on their phone. Or you're at a concert and every single person around you is holding their phone up, taking a video of what you're seeing instead of actually looking at what you're seeing. I am someone who likes to find balance, so like I try not to have my phone out too much if my kids are around and we're at home and we're doing things actively at home. I'll pull it out to take a picture or a quick little video and then I put it away. I don't like to scroll Facebook and Instagram when my kids are around unless I have a specific thing that I'm doing um, for one, you know, for one reason or another, go do it and then put the phone down. I also have taken Simon Sinek's advice. And if you don't know who he is, then you need to Google him because he's incredible. Um, I watched a video of his where he talks about specifically with our phones, how when someone starts talking to you when you're on your phone, if you look up and start listening to them, but kind of half look down at your phone, the person you're talking to is not going to feel important or special, and they're not going to feel like a priority. And so what you do if someone is asking for your attention, if your phone is in your hand, find a place to put it down. Put it in your back pocket, in the pocket of your coat, free your hands up, Turn to your friend, your significant other, your uh, child, whoever it is that is trying to get your attention and say, what can I do for you? Or answer their question or whatever it may be. And I have intentionally been doing this 
with my kids lately. When they ask for my attention, if my phone is in my hand, I stop, I put my phone down, or put it in my pocket, or under a blanket, or, you know, on a table, or whatever's close by, and I turn to them and say, what's up? How can I help you? Same thing with my husband. If he's talking to me, um, and I'm on my phone, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'll turn it off, set it down, turn to him, how can I help you? I'm hoping that this will rub off on the other people around me as well, because I think it's a really good way to do things, because we get so scattered. We get so scattered all the time. And it's pulling away these moments of our lives that end up making up a lot of what our life is. These seemingly insignificant moments where we spend scrolling. And even if it's not meaningless scrolling, even if you're reading articles, even if you're doing research, even if you're, you know, Facebook stalking, like, I don't know, whatever, whatever you might be doing. I think it's probably more Instagram stalking lately because so many more people are using Instagram more than Facebook. And I love Instagram. I love, I, I, I follow the Royals. Like I love like that kind of pop culture stuff. And I follow Disney and I love following photographers, National Geographic. I follow a lot of travel people, a couple bloggers. I follow friends, family. I love Instagram, okay? But it is definitely easy to get caught in the rabbit hole and to go, 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 go. And then I look at the clock and an hour's gone by and I have done nothing to improve myself, my children's lives, my day. I have, I'm behind on my goals. I'm, you know, all these things. And I'm just like, ooh, and that hour is gone. Those moments that feel super insignificant or like it's not that much time, they're gone and we can't get them back again. So I think it's important for us to do things like that. So, and there's a great video, Simon Sinek video. I'll post it on my Instagram at some point in this next week where he is talking about putting your phone down and giving your attention to the person who's asking for it and how much more important that will make them feel and how you will actually be able to concentrate. But I think that's a good rule of thumb, especially for the phone or anything that's technology. But going back to these insignificant type of moments. So I'm in my 30s. I'm going to be turning 35 this year. And um, when I look back on my life, before now, growing up as a kid, I grew up um, in Colorado and I have five siblings, four sisters and one brother, two parents. They're still married. We had two dogs. We lived in a little three bedroom, one bathroom house in Broomfield, Colorado with an unfinished basement where a couple of us at varying times in our lives had bedrooms with blankets that hung up to give us walls so that we had somewhat some kind of privacy. That was the situation that I was in growing up. And when I look back on those times, I remember some things about birthdays and I remember, you know, some Christmases and those kinds of things. But what I remember the most about is playing kickball with my family in our backyard or walking up the street to the elementary school that I went to and using their field to play games of family kickball. I remember how fun it was when my mom would play with us because, you know, I know now and I, I, you know, how moms are like they have a lot that they do and some it's hard for them to stop and say, yeah, sure, I'll play this game with you. But I remember my mom playing with us sometimes and I remember playing with my siblings a lot and it was really fun. 
I remember roller skating in our unfinished basement because the floor was cement. So we'd strap on our roller skates and roller skate back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then um, there was this one pole that you would use to spin around. And that tiny little basement that had, you know, four or five of us at a time down there and our roller skates just roller skating back and forth. I remember that. I remember playing with the neighborhood kids outside. I remember riding bikes. A couple kids uh, down the street from us had one of those really cool Jeeps that you could drive And I always wanted something like that, but my family couldn't afford it, but they would let us use it. So I remember driving the Jeep up and down, back and forth between the driveways of of the neighbor's houses and riding our bikes across the street from us. There was a big empty field with um, dirt hills and we would go ride on the dirt hills or we would ride around the pond or whatever it was, but we just played outside all the time, climbing trees um, and all those kinds of fun things. I remember dinner at the kitchen table every night with my family. We all had our same spot that we sat in every night. We would say a prayer, bless the food, and then we ate and we talked. And I remember that very vividly, very, you know, varying different specific memories. But I remember the overall feeling of sitting with my family and eating as a group. I remember a lot of laughs. I remember some things that ended up in tears. (laughs) I remember... Just all those special moments that we had together. I remember walking to school with my older brother and my older sister. I remember walking to middle school with my friends up the green belt. I, you know, those kinds of things could seem like in, they're very insignificant at the time, especially for kids who are always looking for excitement and adventure. But as I've gotten older, and now I'm at the point where I'm raising my own kids, my significant memories that are happy are those in-between moments, the life things that are just happening while you're getting ready for the next big thing. That is what I remember. And those are the moments that stand out to me more than anything else. And I know that that will be the same for my kids. Even if we get a chance to take them to Disney World, you know, they'll remember those things. I remember trips. I remember going on trips. I remember those kinds of fun things as well. But it's mostly those moments where we were together and we were having fun or we were just bonding in some way or another, just experiencing life together. I just think that that is such a missing element, stopping and slowing down. One of my New Year's resolutions, even though I have a lot of goals, is to slow down my everyday life, to stop feeling so rushed to get from point A to point. With three kids as they're getting older, We have more things that we're adding to our schedule every week, every day, all of those kinds of things already between gymnastics and choir and playdates and friend time and church activities and all those kinds of things. We have a busy schedule, but I have just made a point to slow down my everyday existence. So when we're at home, I try to give us lots of time if we're going to prepare to leave instead of rush, 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 rushing which is hard in the morning because I don't like getting up early, but it, but I've been working to be more intentional about giving my kids lots of time to get ready for school so that we're not running and screaming and yelling at each other in the morning to get out of the door so they're not late. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> but, but the significant memories that we're building with our kids, I don't want them to feel like 
Mom and dad always just felt like we were rushing and we were pushing them to move more and push harder and do more, more, more. I want them to remember sitting around the table and laughing and talking and making silly faces. And I want them to remember playing board games and card games and learning how to play spoons or speed or whatever other fun card games we might be playing or Mancala or any other. We My, my sister-in-law was here recently and she brought her Harry Potter board game. We had a blast playing her Harry Potter board game with the girls. It was so fun. Those kinds of things are the building blocks for the strength that we will receive from the relationships that we forge in those moments. And when we do that, when we forge those strong relationships in those seemingly insignificant moments, we build a better foundation for ourselves to stand on and for our children to stand on and our friends to stand on, significant others to stand on. When we have the foundation of the support and the love that we feel in those small and significant moments, even if it's just coming from yourself, if you don't have kids, if you're not married, if you don't have a significant other of any kind, then you're building a foundation with yourself. And that is what I'm still trying to do right now. Even being, you know, a mom and a wife, I'm still myself. I'm still my own person. And I am building the foundation for myself to stand on as well. And if I don't do that, then my kids won't have one either because theirs includes me. And they need me to be a strong foundation for them. But those significant memories from childhood and from our lives tend to be the more quote-unquote mundane experiences of life. The quote of the day today is one that I absolutely love. It's from Eckhart Tolle, and he speaks to my soul as he speaks to so many souls. He's just a very wise person, and I feel like he exists on a higher plane than most regular people, and I aspire to be more like that for sure. This This is his quote. Most humans are never fully present in the now because unconsciously they believe that the next moment must be more important than this one. But then you miss your whole life, which is never not now. And that's a revelation for some people to realize that your life is only ever now. I kind of just want to let that sink in for just a minute. It goes back to what I said in the beginning about the yoga meditation, where the the yoga was taking us to the present moment, which is the only moment where life actually exists. I'm going to read it one more time. Most humans are never fully present in the now because unconsciously they believe that the next moment must be more important than this one. But then you miss your whole life, which is never not now. And that's a revelation for some people to realize that your life is only ever now. Our life is only ever now. Sometimes now means relaxing and enjoying. Sometimes now means hustling and working hard. Sometimes now means taking care of a sick family member. Sometimes now means going on a run to clear your head. Sometimes now means sitting and watching the sunset. Sometimes it means doing the dishes. Sometimes it means doing the laundry. Sometimes it means sitting on the couch and holding hands with your significant other while you watch a movie and talk about your life. 
Sometimes it means getting married. Sometimes it means giving birth. Sometimes it means going to a concert that changes your life. Sometimes it means listening to a podcast. Sometimes it means calling a friend. Sometimes it means just simply sitting and existing. Whatever that means for you, your life is now. So what can we do? I would challenge you to take three moments every day to consciously tell yourself to not pick up your phone, but to watch, look, listen, and feel what is happening around you. Set an alarm in your phone. Remind yourself. Put the phone down. Look, listen, and feel what's around you. Three times a day. If you have kids, I challenge you to play a silly game with your kids once a day. Laughing will give you a rush and a boost, and it's almost impossible not to be in the moment while you're laughing. Try it. (laughs) Try it, really. If you're laughing or giggling or playing, it's really hard not to be in the present moment. If you don't have kids, find a way each day to have a moment of joy and wonder. The best thing about having kids is they make you keep your sense of wonder. They look at the universe and the world and other people with such unbelievable wonder and joy. And it's impossible not to experience that if you pay attention when you're around your kids. Another thing is to express gratitude every day you wake up to new moments of insignificance. When I talk to my grandpa right towards the end of his life, whenever I would say, how's it going? How are you doing today? He would say, well, I woke up this morning, so I'm doing pretty good. And I've never forgotten that, and I never will, because that's really how he felt. And although I am aware that not every single day is going to be the best day of your life, that's kind of the point, is our life ends up not being made up of the best or the worst days, but the days that are in between. I fully believe that if you work hard, you can enjoy those days, even the hard ones. And those seemingly insignificant moments will become so significant as they add up together over time. And I know that that is true. And I'm so grateful that you are here with me. And I really appreciate you all listening. Hop over to my Instagram, UYLP with Stephanie. Um, And I will love to hear your feedback or get some more ideas for upcoming episodes. And I hope that you all have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so happy to have you here with me. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, please subscribe and leave a comment so we can work together in uncovering our full potential. 